Hello. Oh, hey. Hi. Welcome to Encroachment. Hello, everyone. Hello. So how was your holiday? Um, I worked for 13 hours yesterday straight. Beautiful. So then I had my fake Thanksgiving today. Okay. What were the tip- Thanksgiving tips like? Um, I was... I was kind of played in the beginning, like my first half of my shift. Um, there were some strange folk that came out, but I mean, we opened at 10. So why are you coming to eat Thanksgiving at 10, 30, 11? Like that's a little early. It's breakfast time. Yeah. Like, it's smoke some weed time. It's like chill time. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like a yes. little bit early to have some turkey on Thanksgiving. Like you. We didn't like, even start cooking at 1030. Like we didn't start cooking until like 11. Yo, I had tables that were like, yeah, um, this is our first of three Thanksgiving stops. I'm like, okay, well, we have our full menu. Why are you going to order some damn turkey? Do you really like turkey that fucking much? I don't. Yeah. Yeah. But I am, you know, most of the people were really nice later on. Other people didn't get nice people, but my people were great. My people were tipping. I made a shit ton of money. Um, It's just I'm really old and my body. (laughs) That mild to moderate joint pain. My God, (laughs) definitely larger than mild to moderate. What's the next category up? (laughs) <laughs> it's not that anymore severe we are we are on the n-e-r-d concert post 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 vegas um Yikes. yeah like so they like they i was so hungry by the time i got home at like one but i was so hurting and tired and exhausted that i just went straight to bed so i woke up at seven thirty, like famished like i haven't eaten in like a month Damn. So I woke up. I literally went to my mom. I was like, can you just please take care of me right now? <laughs> so wait, did your family wait to cook Thanksgiving until no, Friday fuck no. They you? had their own damn Thanksgiving. I just went over my uncle's oh, for damn. leftovers. Yeah, so she, my, mom, my mom made me a bagel and like water. She gave me some Aleve. And then, you know, I tried to be up in the world and around like nine o'clock, I was being a bitch. Like I was so fucking cranky. I was like, Michelle, you need to go back to sleep. Like you, you are not being a nice person right now. So I had to put myself in timeout, (laughs) go back to sleep, (laughs) start the day over again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yay. How is yours? Well, your family Uh made it out to you, right? Yes, yes, they drove the 10 hours to make it to Midwestern hell, and it was a good, it's been a good time. Um, We cooked at one of my friend's houses. Mm. Um, I made jerk Cornish game hens and some pan-seared salmon. My mom made turkey wings, mac and cheese, um, rice pudding, greens, green beans, sweet potatoes, regular mashed potatoes with gravy. Um, lamb, we had a rack of lamb, we had some ham, we had uh, literally everything under the sun, and it was good. Yeah, then we played Cards Against Humanity, and I think the highlight of the entire Thanksgiving was my sister gave (laughs) it's my dad's turn, so my sister put down a card and he picks it up, he reads, and he's like, Big black dick. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. 
Oh, shit. Yes, then we learned that one of my friends is, like, a secret, like, closet, like, you know, has issues with Asians because her first, like, three opening card things were, like, mad Asian bashing stereotypes. I was like, this is aggressive. Wow. So I feel like some people's true, you know, selves came out at Thanksgiving. What you hear in the background is my ridiculous sister decided it's okay to microwave food right now while we're trying to record the podcast. But Daria. That's okay. Daria, you Um, should know better. She doesn't. That's the fucking problem. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I have some comments, but I'll keep these for off, off, (laughs) off recording. Off air, off air. Yep. I'll text you Um, later. (laughs) But yeah, so I had a good holiday. Um, But so I guess for game of the week, your game of the week. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I mean, we can. Honestly, we can for real. I'm not. Well, really... you have to do your team check-in, and so we'll we'll save it for that, and then the family. We're going to actually have my sister and my mom on the pod. I think maybe yeah. my dad will show up um, to talk about all that stuff. So, did you watch any other games besides the Redskins game this week? Absolutely not. I was at work for 13 hours. That is true. But I also, I mean, like, mon- like the Monday night game was no, epic. I was depressed last week. Like, for real depressed. Don't you remember I was going through things? Yes. I don't even know what but... things. I was just... You know, we're pro-mental health awareness here. And I was really in a bad place. But I think I made it through. Okay. Money will help with that. Money helps with everything. Money always helps with that. And we never have enough. That's why we're always cranking. <laughs> never enough um, money, never enough never sleep. Never enough fucking money, never enough sleep, never enough dick, like never enough anything. Well. It's just dry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm not going to comment on the last part. Definitely the first two. Definitely not dry. Dry is not an appropriate Wait, that means I feel like you have news to share then. No, I'm just saying you can't describe a female as dry because that's like saying you have a small dick as a man. Like, that's not cute. Oh, interesting. Yeah, bitch, you're dry. Ew, that's nasty. (laughs) (laughs) I guess so. Wow. I never thought of it that way. No, you want to be. Yeah. (laughs) But then moist is also not good because then it means you like sweaty and got yeast and like pus and all that. So. (laughs) You're supposed. No, it's no. You're supposed to be like moist and nice. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, my game of the week. (laughs) I did. Did that make you uncomfortable? It a little bit. It just pushed my boundaries just a, <laughs> just a little too far. Um, but I did watch the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Los Angeles Rams. They put up over 100 points. I think it was with the third highest scoring total in NFL history, which is insane. Um, two really young quarterbacks. I heard it was it awesome. I heard it, it was awesome. number one. They made it number one. Oh, interesting. Um, I'm getting a correction from my family that was that ended up being the highest scoring game in NFL history total. So, so yeah. I mean, I heard it was amazing. I did see a meme that said that made me feel better about my team's lack of playoff hopes um, because they said that we should just the meme said you should just cancel the rest of the season and have a best of seven games versus the Chiefs. Oh, I did Rams. see that. Honestly, though, I mean, I heard that, too. And people were like, oh, this is the best game in NFL history ever. And I was like, it was exciting. I don't know if I need that much excitement in every <laughs> football game. Like, it just felt like every time I turned around, something was happening. Like, yeah. a turnover, a touchdown, a fumble. Like, all that's missing is, like, a career-ending injury and would have had everything in the fucking game. Oh, we had that. Um, we had that. You guys had that, yes. But um, 
I just wanted to take a second to appreciate Jared Goff because I feel mm-hmm. like I didn't really know how like I always like like the Rams. Like they're my like they're one of my NFC teams that I like follow and root for. But yeah. um I did my top five quarterback like uh, most attractive quarterbacks with my friend Mike the other week and I didn't have Jared Goff on my list. And then one of my friends was like, Oh, I'm surprised. And like since he said that and then I watched this game, like I totally have like Jared Goff mania. Like my new the desktop background is like uh, I'm doing the little layup celebration. Know. Yeah, I had to take like a Tom Brady had a one week break on the bye. He'll be back on Sunday is my desktop screen. Wait, tape, was Goff in my top five? He was definitely in my top ten. We didn't do quarterbacks. We did Oh, we coach. did coaches. I forgot. Yes. We should do quarterbacks. We talked about coach. doing quarterbacks. Yes, yes. Um but yeah, it was really good to see them play, and I also thought... Whoa, that... you had another quarterback as your screensaver? I know, I know. This I know. is big. Every I don't season, know how you glossed Brady over that. And I don't know how you didn't text me that. I texted you the actual desktop photo. I didn't text you, like, what how he got there, but I texted you that he was on my desktop. I thought it was someone else's desktop. No, that was mine. I must have assumed incorrectly. Yeah. Wow, that's big. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it was, like, the combination of, like, that ugly loss of the Titans. We were on a bye week. Then I'm like, oh, Jerichoff is cute. Then he, like, plays lights out and wins this, like, super exciting game. So I feel like it's that new relationship energy. Oh, where, wow. Like, you know, Before you I'm realize in love he's a with boy. Brady and, like, yeah. we're married and, like, we've got three kids. But we've been through a lot of ups and downs together. Mostly ups. But, you know, like, we, it's solid. But then you meet this new hot person at the mall and you're like, wow. Like, you kind of feel that vibe, like. Yeah, that's Jared Goff for me right now. Yeah, or you get into, like, a new relationship post the old one, and you're like, oh, wow, this is so great. This is everything I was missing. Right, then, but then in two weeks, you'd be like, nope. Two weeks later, fuck this, <laughs> fuck this asshole. Fuck him. They're all the fucking same. Fuck that. Like, yes. Yeah, don't worry. Yep, that's it. That's exactly, what it, that's exactly what it is. So that's where I'm at right now. I'm enjoying this honeymoon period that we're having. <laughs> lovely. Lovely. Also find, I also found several photos on the internet of him, like, in, like, white athletic socks. And you know. You love the socks. I love the socks. So, yeah, it's been a good week. Oh, my. It's been a good week. Um, on that note, since you don't have anything to share with us. I have us, nothing to share. <laughs> we're going to take a break. We'll come back. We'll introduce my family. And we'll get into some uh, team check-ins, family talk, and the rest of the stuff. All right. It wasn't that long. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because there was so much commotion and then silence because everyone realized you were recording. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hi, yes. So we're going to introduce you all to (laughs) Samantha. She is the encroachment mom. She's a podcast mom. Hi, everyone. We have Daria. Are you going to say hello? She's uh, my sister. Thank you. Hello. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) What was that? You need way more practice before you're on here again. (laughs) Ever again. Ricky is gonna keep this is across the room because he refuses to get out of the hotel bed. Is my dad? <laughs> Hi, hello. Hi, everyone's here. <laughs> well, can y'all hear me? Yes, I, I well, can. Well, we'll make sure we ask our fans if they heard you. <laughs> oh, god. Well, welcome to my life. Uh, <laughs> 
So we're going to start with some questions for our guests. And I want to, so everyone in the room, in addition to Michelle, are Redskins fans. And when we had, uh, I feel like one of the things we've kind of always asked our guests when they come on is kind of like, how did you fall in love with the team that you follow, right? So I'm going to start with mom. Tell me how you fell in love with the Washington Redskins. Well, my grandmother was a Washington Redskins fan. And she was a big fan. And she just loved the game and get all excited. And my parents were dying. Same with Medea. Medea. Okay. Had to lose again. Okay. You ain't got to give her a whole government name on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, my parents were Dallas fans, and they used to always get on her nerves. So when I was, my grandma little, had it was a Dallas fan. Yes. Oh wow. When I was little, I would just help my grandmother and root for me. Then I just started falling for her. Okay. Okay. Daddy, how do you become a Washington Redskins fan? Born with the Raiders. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Michelle, you sound far away, so you got to get a little closer. Okay. But. Um, Jeria, how did you become a Washington Redskins fan? I grew up with it because both my parents. So it was just I mean, like I also grew up in the house and I didn't like them. But then I just grew to love them because I have a soft spot for the underdogs. And when I was they're always up, they they are underdogs. fucking underdogs. So just, ain't no way you coming up to this day. Listen, we were literally projected to win the division and now we're not anymore. We have a 25% chance. Even when we're doing well, we're still going to be the fucking underdogs. You picked the correct team. To always, <laughs> always have the underdog status. The eternal always. underdog. How is that possible? Stressful. So then now I guess you need to get into the game last night. So let's talk about the game. So Michelle, start us off. What what happened? Um, well, I would like to start with the previous Sunday game because I didn't get your report Oh, that's it. true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I unfortunately had to work both days that my team was playing. On Sunday, I was exceptionally pissed because... Every single time I looked at the television, there was an interception. Like, I was really getting heated. Like, so much that I had to go outside and take a break between this shit happening at work and then seeing it happened twice in a row. The third time I looked, it was an interception for us. So it was a little bit better. But, you know, it was just a lot. Um, Then I did get to watch, like, snippets of um, the game. Yesterday, um, I was very highly irritated as well because my manager is a Dallas fan and he was doing not a goddamn fucking thing <laughs> and, except standing behind the bar. So I kept having to cuss his ass the fuck out too. Like I was really on it um, because, you know, we were busy. We had a full restaurant. We served 1,500 people yesterday. Sir, you don't have time to be standing behind the fucking bar on your phone watching this damn game. You think I don't want to watch this damn game? If I'm working, you your ass to needs to fucking work too. Unless you're about to give me a wine taste or some liquor to drink, you need to get the fuck on it. <laughs> For real. Like, I was I was mad. And then they were winning. I was really mad. You know, whatever. It was okay. It was, um, from what I saw, I didn't expect Colt McCoy to go in there and actually do anything. Like, I, you know, everyone on the radio, when I was listening to, like, Doc Walker and everyone this week, they're trying to hype it up like, oh, he's had this many years in the system and they're trying to make it like a Patrick Mahomes thing. And like he might succeed and do really well. He knows the system better than 
um, than Alex Smith. And, you know, the I mean, Cowboys, he does, though. It the Cowboys have don't been. know. The Cowboys don't know what he's going to do. It's going to be a surprise. Like, they were really hyping it up, and I knew it was not going to be that way. Um, I mean, I do. I like that he threw him. He involved Doxon more. I like that he's involving the receivers more. I don't agree with the play calling. I don't know why they decided to pass it so many times. Um, I mean, because AP was getting bottled up. But you have you have to commit to the run game. You really just have to commit to the run game, especially with Adrian Peterson and Bibbs came out. Like Bibbs is not is also doing pretty well. Like you, even if it's just not working right now, you also have Colt McCoy. Like it's just his first time playing in like forty seven games or some shit. Like a lot of games. Like I just I hate it when people do not commit to the run. Um, and then he's also throwing mad interceptions. Like you still need to stay with stay with Adrian Peterson. Um. I don't know why they didn't keep Josh Norman on um, Amari Cooper the whole game. That was a little mm. annoying to me because um, I Quinn Dunbar, I believe, was injured. So I don't really know why. I don't he think he's at 100 percent. Yeah. Um, I, I really just don't want to hear their their mouth. Honestly, I really don't want to hear the fans mouth. I'm not, I'm not interested. I'm just over it. Well, this Redskins fan over here has given some some notes as you were giving your analysis. So I'm curious, <laughs> what, what what was it that you disagreed with, Daria? Um, I don't agree with like, oh, I don't agree with uh, sticking to the run game because I feel like that wasn't working. Adrian Peterson was getting nowhere in the beginning, maybe in the second half because Dallas knew they was up and they were going to win. They was letting them go, but in the beginning he was getting one yard, maybe even a half. So with the passing game, it's better, and nobody know that we're going to pass. We never passed before, especially with Alex Smith. So that's a we pass, but we don't have we don't have the long game, and we did have a good we did have a good touchdown to Vernon Davis, which was the longest passing. Yes, that was a nice touchdown. play. That was a nice play. It was good. I do like. I just. I I really think the way that we have been winning this whole season is because we've had consistent a consistent defense that made things happen, and we've had a consistent run game, and we had neither of those things this game. Like we didn't, we did not win in the turnover um, battle. We didn't like, we did not have the consistency in the run game. And I mean, let's be real. We're not going to, even if we made it to the playoffs, there's absolutely no way we would win. Probably. I mean, you're not game. beating the Rams. You're not beating yeah. the Vikings. Oh, you're not beating definitely. the Like, yeah. Not. Um, but I feel like you have to, you have to stick with your eyes. <laughs> These salty faces over here. <laughs> I mean, I mean, let's be real. Some people don't think spoken to power. That's what it is. And McVay, and McVay and the Rams used to like no. Mm-mm. I mean, my thing is, I I have to agree with Jerry on this one though. I felt that they came in, the Dallas Cowboys came in with the we don't know who this Colt McCoy is. Yeah, we don't care who he is. So we're committing to stopping Adrian Peterson and making him beat us with his arm. And he couldn't do it. Like, that's just, I think that was the game plan and it worked. Right. But he um, was, I feel like he was capable of completing passes. So I don't, I feel like they could have. I mean, you can complete passes, but you have to get in. Oh, right, well, but they wait. could have done what some more. What about the refs, Mom? What about the refs? I heard the refs were shady. Oh, bad calls. What bad calls? A lot of holding, pass interference. So is it pass calls that were. Went against Redskins. Yeah, yeah, I heard they were a little shady. To lose points or scoring opportunities. But I don't want to mm. say it because I feel like everyone always blames I, the refs. So I, you know, hey, I it's, know. it's evident. I you like, can look at, you can Google it. They have the like video. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> don't interrupt no. just to laugh. <laughs> no, really. 
It wasn't that. We started off okay. We just, because we were slowing down um, wherever his name Amari. is. Amari Elliot. Our defense hung in there. It was just mm-hmm. our offense that couldn't. And if they, right, and they can bring the defense back on the field so quickly, Elliot's going to wear you down over time. Right. They pull up offense. I feel like it's not, it was so more of a, more of a lack of practice. He came in at the third quarter or the second quarter call McCoy. And then they had to go on the road. So they didn't have that much time to practice. He hasn't started a game in a long time. I agree with what y'all was saying, but the Redskins need to give him. AP some help. They need to add an actual fullback right. back there um, to get them started. We use a fullback in our sets. Yeah, there we go. We used to have a really. We used to rely uh, used on Mike to. Sellers we, a lot. They, when you got that one back set, that's an easy. Right. That's a give me to the defense right there. Right. Yeah. Enough. So who do you guys have next week? Uh, next week I believe oh. we have the Eagles or the Giants. Oh. I think. Let me double check. This might be our string of um of division games. I know we end the season with the Eagles. Um, it doesn't matter. Like really, it doesn't. They matter. need to win. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They need to win. Yes. That's oh shit! We're a Monday night game again. God yes, damn it! God are. damn it! We're gonna lose I this shit we got again. This we are. Michelle like, looked up some stats that she we are the worst Monday night game in, like, in the yeah. history of like the last three decades on Monday we night games. You can't speak negatively. You have to put positive thoughts out in the universe, and I don't think the Redskins. The Redskins play terribly when they're in prime time. I'm just kidding. I can't Terrib- talk negatively. <laughs> About my team, okay. Like fans like Michelle really irritate me. Uh oh, you're not uh-oh. a real fan if you're gonna say just because we lost every Monday night game, we're gonna lose this season. We lost every season opener. What we did, we won this one. So and we got our, we got I don't our. Think you're a real fan we, if you're gonna say we're gonna lose. Uh oh. I think I'm a realistic <laughs> fan. We got our ass handed to us in a party with the Saints in the middle of the first quarter. That was ugly. We had a I'm Super a Bowl halftime fan. show in the middle of the first quarter. <laughs> they did have a Super Bowl halftime. Just because Drew Brees broke a passing record, passing yards, like it was or a touchdown. We had a literal 10-minute break in the game just because of that shit. Like we we I have like we historically have done the same shit for a long time through different coaches, through different quarterbacks. We always get a mediocre quarterback. We always have a pretty decent defense. We have a pretty decent run game. We have the same thing with Sean Taylor, Clinton Portis, all of these things. And then we cycle in these okay, okay, okay quarterbacks. We have the same fucking history of doing a lot of the same shit, which is why I feel like a lot of people are not surprised that we lost, that are not surprised that we're back in the same position. It was uncomfortable for us to have a a winning record and be at the top of the division. And now all of a sudden we're back in the same thing. Like, We've absolutely won out the remainder of the season before. We did it, like, in the late 2000s. We won the last five games to make it to the playoffs. Like, we can still make it. It's just now it's, again, back on the hard road. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're back at the underdog again. Like, we're looking we- – I'm looking for a team transformation. I don't want to be doing the same shit and being the same fan of the same bullshit over and over again for the rest of my life. Like, I want to have a good team, and I feel like we were on that path, and now – it all hinges on Colt McCoy for you, honestly. So you bring up a good question. I mean, a good point when you talk about these, like, mediocre quarterbacks. And one of the things that I wanted to ask the team, yes, I was going to ask, you actually just thought, brought it up, Mom, is 
how do you guys feel? Well, I'm going to start with you, Michelle. How do you feel about you not even inviting Colin Kaepernick for a workout when you invited five of the most basic quarterback names I've ever heard in my entire life to come work out for the team? Didn't even bring him in for a workout. I'm not surprised because Dan Snyder is basically a younger fucking Jerry Jones. He's a piece of trash. So, I'm, I mean, there's no way Dan Snyder is going to ever go against, like, the NFL coaches or anything like that. He's not that person. No backbone. None. I told I y'all that. You. Wait, you disagree with all of us? Speak your piece. You you don't think Colin Kaepernick would change your team? No, I think the one who they got, he's a he's not mediocre. You don't think Colt McCoy's mediocre? I'm talking about oh, Alex Smith? Alex. No, the one they just on uh, house from the Jets. What's his name? Mark Sanchez is be a low mediocre. Sanchez. He is terrible. He can't so suck. But fumble? Broncos. When he went with the Jets, he took the Jets to the playoffs. This is literally like this is signing record all over again. We need somebody to take us to the Super Bowl. Colin Kaepernick took the Forty No, this is literally this is a repeat. This is a repeat of signing Rex Grossman. Rex Grossman took the Bears there, and they are signing another mediocre quarterback. This is wait, whoa, 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 Michelle, wait, we got to hit this hot tip. Okay, my dad says he thinks Mark Sanchez is better than Colin Kaepernick. Let's all just marinate on the stupidity that just came out <laughs> of his mouth because I don't understand. Give me, give me a rationale behind this. Give me a rationale. How? What metric are you using to state that he is better than Colin Kaepernick? Experience. Both of them have both the same experience. Okay, so that's that's something that they'd be even on. But in terms of record. Colin Kaepernick has a better record than Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez was a backup for more than Colin Kaepernick was never a backup. That, he's right. been a backup for a little but bit. But he wasn't he's a backup like Mark was. Right. Mark Sanchez was a backup for the Jets. He got more than Colin Kaepernick. He was a backup for the Jets. The Jets to take off. He got more. Also, I don't I don't think their experience level is the same. The reason why Mark Sanchez is better is because I feel like he plays less, but he's doing more for teams. Like he's taking them where they're maybe he's stepping up where the quarterback is getting paid the big bucks. They get hurt. He's stepping up and filling that position in. I feel Mark like people Sanchez have this flawed no, no, no. view of like who Colin no. Kaepernick. Mark Sanchez. Is. I'm not saying that. Like, Here are some statistics. Mark Sanchez has consistently thrown more interceptions than touchdowns almost every season he's played. I'm not interested in him. Colt McCoy can do that by himself. Thank you very much. He did it on Thursday. I don't need. I don't have time to drop to take someone that, like, no. 2016, zero touchdowns, two interceptions, four touchdowns, four interceptions, 14 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. That's a lot. Like Colt can do that by himself and learn at the same time. Like if you're gonna bring in a veteran, you need to bring in someone solid. And I don't think Mark Sanchez has enough good to outweigh his bad. I mean, Mark Sanchez came in to be a warm body. He's just yeah. standing behind Colt McCoy. But I think when you look at this, when you look at the statistics, when you look at the actual like what they've done for their teams, people forget that within his like rookie contract, Colin Kaepernick took a team to the Super Bowl and was like not that far away from winning the Super Bowl. Honestly, um, at this point, I feel then like he got injured. I feel like then he like came back from that injury. So like the the narrative that's shaped around him is not like it doesn't include like he's actually he's talented like. Um, for me, he's mobile. Like for me personally, I feel like at this point. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead, Michelle. At this point, I feel like 
Holt has sat for four or five seasons, and so it's his time. Like, he needs to just play the rest of the season. They need to not, like, look at other people except to replace him. Like, if you wanted to fake groom him and keep him on the roster for this long, like, it's his time. I He needs to – you need to stick with him because you decided to draft him and not cut him and have him in the same offensive scheme with the same head coach. So you need to give this boy the time. I don't think that it's time to do what we've always done and to get a veteran quarterback to make it through the next couple of seasons. You know what I mean? Like we still have Alex Smith. We still next season, if that's the case, but I think at least for the rest of the season for the future, I think it's best to stick with Colt McCoy and see what I, mean, it's yeah, I don't think they plan on moving on from him this season, but yeah. I do want to give my dad a second. Cause he's fuming yeah. over here about this Mark Sanchez. Colin <laughs> okay. So t- tell us what what is what it, what what is your beef? My, I'm, I'm on the whole Kaepernick thing. It irritates me a little. I respect what the man did and all that, but before the kneeling thing, he was on the bench because he had been. He was riding. He was injured uh, the year before yeah. and got replaced. But he, he was. If he was still, if, that doesn't matter. But when he um, came back on the field, he played better. He hurt. Yeah, we had another guy. He he He's not Tom Brady. Okay. Well, he was on the bench before all that. <laughs> so, I respect all that. But he, he's not – he hasn't really shown me he was a good quarterback either, that he was top ranked. So – People I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying he's top ranked. I definitely would agree he's not top ranked. But do I think he's better than Mark? He's Sanchez? definitely like yeah. a Joe Flacco. That's like, he's like definitely he's definitely like, like he's better than half the quarterbacks yeah. starting on teams in the league I, right now. And I agree with Michelle. Stick with Court McCoy because he know I he's been with our team. Like my wife didn't even know he didn't have been there for years. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a rookie. He can't be drafted or get a man's chance. Right, exactly. Like, yeah, I think it's time. I do like that Trey Quinn is getting more looks too, a receiver. I did see oh, that yeah, he, saw, yeah. um, he made what did plays. I learn about? He was Mr. Irrelevant. I didn't yeah. know that that existed. <laughs> so wait, so you're saying, my sister says she thinks Colt McCoy is better than Alex Smith. And I... There's no way to compare that at this point in I time. I can explain why. I feel I'm curious, way. yeah. Okay, because with Alex Smith, we okay. We're just going to talk about the passing game with both of them because they're run, like the running game has nothing to do really with a quarterback. But with Alex Smith, I feel like that's he okay. when he throws balls, they are so inaccurate and always overthrown. Only one receiver can get them, which is Don Dawson, because he's so tall and willing to jump up and get them. So for our shorter receivers like Crowder and stuff. They don't be going to them because his balls are really high and accurate. With Cole McCoy, he throws a lot. So it's even though he gets interceptions, that I feel like not saying that comes with throwing, but we don't oh, we don't have the top receiver, so that's also a problem. But I feel like his throwing game is better, and his ability to move in and out the pocket, get first downs, is way better than Alex Smith. Like he moves out the pocket so smoothly, gets first downs. People can't even take him down all the time. Alex Smith is Alex Smith a walking lick. He falls like he slips by himself. The only thing I'm going to say about Colt McCoy is that Colt McCoy was faster than Alex Smith. He moved a lot quicker, and he can throw a deeper ball. But Alex Smith has been in the league for a lot longer than Colt McCoy and has a lot more game experience. He's also on the last couple legs of his career. It's like you can't really compare the two at this point in time, especially because Colt McCoy has played one game. Like, if you look at consistency in numbers, Alex Smith has actually had a better game than Colt McCoy. Um, 
I just think that he shows potential, but that's because he we haven't seen him play. You can't compare. Right, he's only stepped in a couple times with one game, like you or half a game or what a quarter of a game. He's played one full game only one time in his whole career, so it's impossible to even compare the two at this time. I I do think we need to stick with him and see how he rides out the rest of the season because this could potentially be our quarterback of the future. I'm not saying he's going to be a Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Drew Brees quarterback of the future, but. He, he could be a Joe Flacco. He could be good enough for us, you yeah. know? And especially, like I said, if we stick with the identity of running the ball, being having a strong defense, which I feel like they're moving towards that again. Um, if he is solid, then we might not even need Alex Smith for real next year unless he is a veteran, you know, a veteran second string. Like, this, this season now is more than the playoffs. This season now is kind of to see how they develop him, how they – call plays around him how they work on his strengths and see what they do with him the rest of the season honestly yeah I mean I'm on record saying that I think that I thought the Alex Smith trade was a bad trade but only because I think Kirk Cousins was a better quarterback and honestly Uh but honestly we don't know we don't know if they were wanting Colt McCoy to be their future yeah anyway and so they they might they this this if that was their eventual goal then it was very smart behind the scenes for them to do this honestly um but we don't know because i'm not in their in their office in their front of house like i don't who the fuck knows i don't see what they see who knows but um yeah yeah that's real um so another thing i want to talk about too is how do you guys feel about AP, do you think this is just a one-season thing, or do you think he'll be back? I'm I curious. Um, he is in the top ten rushers of the league. If he's still doing that, then he's going to stay. Like, he, I think he has 786 yeah. yards so far this season. Like, if he's still doing that, there's no way. He's not going to come back. They're going to keep giving him the ball as long as he wants to run it the way he's doing it. Yeah. yeah, I think when Chris Thompson comes back and, like, is healthy and, like, is as dynamic as he was the first couple of games, I think uh, you'd yeah. see it. would be a really good compliment. It, and they wear the compliment. And but yeah. and he's even carried the team way more than people thought he was going to when mm-hmm. Thompson Oh, absolutely. Out, yeah, I mean? yeah. Everyone thought he was going to be canceled, and he's actually stepped up. Like, he's I, – I have nothing bad to say about him. All in. He acts all, all in. All in. He's only fumbled, he's I think, once or twice this season. He's fixed his fumbling problem, knock on wood, so far, it appears. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with him. I for sure thought when they first signed, I was like, ooh, this is going to be a little wash. This is a classic, like, Redskins move, signing an old veteran, and it's not going to work out. But I think that this is – this has looked really good. Yeah. And I think he's just – you don't think they're going to keep him. Why not? Um, this is my sister. The rookie – like, the rookie – Oh, the, the guys, Darius guys. They are still talking about that he is projected next season to do things. So, not saying that they're not going to keep him, but – if him and Thompson, the guys do, could come out and do more, they may not even use him because he's so old. But I think not if he's producing like this. Chris Thompson anything that Adrian Peterson shot. No, they're to- they're totally different styles yeah, of backs. They're, they're, I yeah. think you would compare guys to maybe an AP, but I also think again, like AP is a Thompson cheap veteran. He's yeah. got that game experience. He's yeah. being really productive right now, and I think that coming off of a rookie coming off of an injury, come, yeah. you want to work him in probably yeah. over a while, anyways. So and he wants his time to shine. I think, yeah. like Michelle say, he'll stay as long as he getting the numbers yeah he still has things to prove right now and i feel like as soon as as long as he has that mentality like and 
and like not to be not to wish this upon him but he is older and so like injury is pretty inevitable or retirement so I I see us working with like I don't I don't see him being here for more than next season honestly for whatever reason but Hmm. I mean he's older there's no way that your body's gonna take two full seasons of football without at the running back position I think it's yeah yeah Um, but also you know I do appreciate his and then we spoke about this like I think earlier in the season he has a he is a he is a great running back his his ability to share and pass on information to our running back core is invaluable you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like him being on the team yeah can can be important for us so I I mean I'm here for Adrian Peterson still Before we move on to my team, do you have any questions for our uh, our Redskins fans in the room? Me? Yeah. No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I live, like, I don't know. (laughs) I have these conversations all the time. I live in the D.C. area, like. No, it's fair. We're going to talk about my team. I mean, Um, I don't know. I mean, it's the same. Most Redskins, everyone hates Dan Snyder. No, I don't. I like it. What? Uh, okay, okay. Tell me how you feel Yikes. about Dan Snyder. Yikes. Yikes. I don't know if we can air any pro Dan Snyder propaganda. I feel like that's not acceptable. <laughs> I can't. I we can't. can't. We can't go down that road. <laughs> um. So we are coming off the bye oh, week. Oh, no, that was are. actually canceled. <laughs> what? That was actually canceled. Yeah, it was actually canceled. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're coming off the bye week. Uh, we're playing the Jets. I'm super not worried about this game. Uh, the Jets are not even starting their starting quarterback. Um, they haven't been able to get the like, yeah, they've just struggled all over the place. So I think this would be a really good, you know, like when you are having a really bad day and you, you know, those people who buy those like punching bags, they just like beat the crap out of them. I think the Jets will be our punching bag coming off of that Titans loss. You know, what would be mad disrespectful um, is if you didn't even start Brady. Well, he actually didn't practice today. That would be kind of funny Um, if you just sat him for the first half to see what happens. He's going to play Sunday. Yeah, I think he'll play Sunday. Um, But is Gronk starting? Yeah, Gronk said he's playing too. So I think we'll have to fly back out. Why is Brady questionable? He's sick. Uh, He had an illness today, so he wasn't at practice. But he's also, I think, another, like a couple years ago, the same thing happened. He didn't go to practice Friday for like an illness or, yeah. And he came, he showed up on Saturday, I mean, on Sunday to play the game. So it's fine. I'm not worried. I'm worried about the knee injury that he got during the Titans game. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know which knee it is. And if it's his, like, the knee he hurt, that, like, you know, Suck it up. gives me a little <laughs> cause to pause. <laughs> At 41 years Suck old, having an ACL tear, you get out there and do something. Suck Shut up. Anyways. Up. Suck it, it up. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Direct quote pure Richard's ignorance father. being spewed in this Suck room right now, it. huh? Suck it up. Yeah, and the <laughs> thing is, I it. wish Aaron Rodgers would suck it up, but everything. Was, oh my God, he's out there on one leg. That's oh crazy. my God, suck he's barely up. making it happen. So whatever, he's gonna suck it up. Suck he's gonna play up. Sunday. <laughs> he's gonna win the game. No one's gonna mention that he was sick. No one's gonna mention that his knee hurts because he never gets an excuse. He always has to be perfect. Unlike all the other <laughs> shit quarterbacks in this room. So shut up. 
Unlike Mark Sanchez, right? Unlike Mark fucking Sanchez over there, okay? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ain't no look, sit down. You are right now. You're canceled. You are kicked off the podcast. You are no longer welcome on it. Oh, no. It's done. It's a wrap. You do not disrespect TV 12 in this podcast at all, ever. It's done. Jesus fucking In Christ. summary, things to get you kicked off the podcast. In summary, things get you kicked off the podcast. Come on here and talk Snyder. some fucking nonsense about Tom Brady or talking about how Mark Sanchez is better than Colin Kaepernick or, or talking about how Dan Snyder is a good person. <laughs> All these things are no goes. No goes. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break for me to settle my rage. I'm going to make a margarita. Listen, I can, and we're gonna come I back can feel it in Maryland. I can discussion. What? I can feel the rage in Maryland. Like, I'm I can furious feel it. right now. <laughs> See you in a side on the other side of the break. Hello. Oh, hey. Hello. Since your family is in on it, I added my mother, so she's here. Margarita. Hey. Oh, Susie. Yeah. Hi. Hi, Susie. Guys, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's a whole Anyways, fair. Darius is in timeout, Susie. <laughs> Who's in timeout? Ricky's dad. Oh, okay. He well, talked yeah. about Tom Brady, so. Oh. Ricky's not happy. <laughs> Please, he's he's not happy. So our butt, encroachment, dude. huh? What do you say? I said he's gonna he's gonna uh uh sit your butt down, put you in timeout. Look, Susie, don't you get put in timeout too? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a nap. <laughs> Or tearing the ACL or MCL until they come back later on. I don't want to see on. my quarterback breaking his ankle. 
yeah like I just I don't get it and I think the thing that frustrates me too like one like you said this week an opportunity for commercials as like a money-making industry the NFL should jump at the opportunity to put more commercials anywhere (laughs) they already do huh they already do I mean they already do like and then on top of that I felt when I was watching the Raheem thing and I never really thought about this before but I was like what is it what would it feel like to then go online as like that injured player and see that like your injury has just become like a meme that's being shared around and like tweeted and right. retweeted and like snipped from like an NFL.com or CBS.com like screen cap it just felt really gross and like would you be re-traumatizing that person and ethically it also doesn't make sense in the light of the conversation we're having now about you know concussions everyone's like oh the NFL's a dangerous that. sport etc cetera, etc cetera. Right. like why would you want to emphasize why would you want to highlight that danger in that way Mom, you saw, like, the Joe Theismann thing and everything. Oh, yeah, I still can't watch that. I still can't can't watch watch it. 33 years ago, he did that, and I still can't watch Joe Theismann. I mean, because I I watched it when it happened, and and as soon as I saw Alex Smith, I said, oh, my God, your leg's not supposed to bend that way. Mm. And then they turned around and said, well, we need to show the replay. I haven't watched the replay again. I don't need really? to see it. Nope. Don't. I don't need to see somebody's leg getting broken. That just sounds very grotesque. I agree. And I don't. I don't think it's necessary. I really don't. I remember one time they had a. It was a Thanksgiving game, and the Redskins were playing Detroit, and the kicker. Like, got his nose broken. Mm, or the punter that. got his nose. And they were showing him on the TV. His nose was smushed and bloody. With blood oh, wow. mm. all over his face. Excuse me, I'm going to be eating turkey pretty soon. <laughs> I don't want to see that. So I really don't think they need to show any, any of that stuff. Go to commercial. Right. Go up to the booth. They like to show those yahoos in the booth. Mm-hmm. Go, to, go to New York. You know, why can't you know tony you know please go to the yahoos on the side you know they've got enough people that they can they don't need to show it (laughs) the yahoos happens the granderson family feel (laughs) what yeah i guess yeah how do you what do you think darian how do you feel about the injuries being replayed on tv because nobody really wants to see that for real like when alex smith got injured i only i only need to see it once like when it happened i seen it you can see when it's a real injury i don't need to see the medical staff making sure the man's not out of breath like that's something or like showing them crying and like screaming like i just it's just so bizarre to me and like when i think about the uproar that was janet jackson's half boob flash on the fucking people lost their mind but I can see this man's leg snap in half and roll around and it's totally fine. Like, I just don't... Like, honestly, like, as soon as they, like, punch the pavement, they know something's wrong, so we shouldn't watch it anymore. You know mm-mm. what I mean? Yeah. Well, and then what about his family, too? Right. Yep. Like, he has a wife and kids and yeah. stuff. Like, you know, yeah. you don't you don't need to, to see that. And as ugly as kids are these days, too, I could imagine somebody like sending, oh, your dad then sending the photos to them. Like, it's just, it just feels parents, like, why? How did your parents feel when you played football for the couple of years? Um, well, I didn't get injured, so. Well, you didn't <laughs> want to get hit. 
<laughs> I did not enjoy getting hit, no. Um, so, but I could imagine if I had been injured, they wouldn't want that like to be broadcast on TV. Mom? We bought you extra pads and paid that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's just... What do you want to say at a timeout? It better be meaningful. <laughs> Don't come away with no joker laugh and just <laughs> no. What do you gotta say? No, I, I agree with y'all. I agree with everything y'all say. <laughs> Very good. Right, he's learning, Susie. If he had started this way, we wouldn't have this problem. <laughs> oh no. Oh, oh yes, we'll always when have this problem. <laughs> When they show them getting carted off, yeah, like the teams come to support them, they're waving to the fans. I like to see that because that show, like, I'm not down. I'm just hurt right now, but I'm not right. down forever. That shows that like, their yeah. spirit I is agree. uplifted. I like, I like that. to see the that thumbs up. I like to see. I could see that if they took a commercial okay. break, came back, we saw the thumbs up, and then carting them just off replay the, the thumbs up. Wait till that's over. Yeah, replay the thumbs up, and then go back into the game. Like, yeah. Because, you know, it is, it's nice to see the thumbs up or the wave or whatever they do because, like, if someone's carted off and you don't see movement, that's stressful. You know what I mean? Or they're yes. carted off in a head brace. Like, you want to see that, like, they're not dead, pretty much. Yes. Like, they're, they're alive. you know, or, yeah. like, you know, some they're okay to some extent. Yeah, and I also think the problem is, too, with the commentators as well. It's not like it's just, the, you know, doing the video thing. The commentators say, oh, that was a gruesome hit. Let's run that back. It's like, why? Why? Why are we like what it's like you're glorifying it even with the language. Like I think for when it's particularly bad, like I think with the Alex Smith thing, I don't think anyone was saying anything like that. With the Moster thing, no one said anything like that. But I remember when Aaron Rodgers first hit his leg and they carved him off and they're like, Oh, this season will never be the same. They played it so many times over and over again, like, oh well maybe it's this. And he was speculating on live TV about what the diagnosis would be. Y'all don't have a fucking medical degree. Right. You're just wasting people's time. Like you're just sensationalizing this injury. Or especially with concussions, people get hit like that. Oh, that was a gruesome well, hit. CBS, a CBS actually hit. got CBS got in trouble because um, they um, before the Dallas game, they had an interview with Adrian Peterson, and he was talking about how he's blessed to like have no injuries and do so well. And then they made a comment about how like the same couldn't be said for Alex Smith who broke his drumstick or something like that. What? Yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm glad wow! Yeah. Was it Troy Aikman? No, it was online. It was an online comment. Oh. It wasn't. It wasn't Troy Aikman. Oh, I would have been ready. I Wait, hate Troy Aikman. One. I said Homer. I don't. Um. Yeah. Wait. What she say? I, I said. I no. Troy Aikman is a Homer. Oh yes, yes, he's a big time homer. Whenever he's commentating a Redskins game, I feel like he is going in. (laughs) Yeah, my brother also said he's like a big gambler. I didn't know that. Oh, interesting. Ooh, huh? Did not know that either. On the on the flip side, though, I was thinking on the opposite side. If we do think that people should be aware of the risk that they're getting into when they're playing this game, maybe it is counterproductive to not show. The injuries because people kids who are growing up and like oh i want to play football like they're not really aware of what they're getting into if they don't see the injuries but there has to be right i don't know if kids like would look i don't know if i look at that and be like no, I, don't, I don't kid kids are in the moment you know they don't mm-hmm. think far enough ahead 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is it? Can I say something on that? On that issue? What? Y'all forget football is a gladiator sport. Yeah. Though so they gonna promote that part right there, but I do agree with y'all saying if y'all trying to make money and want more people to play, you shouldn't televise it. Right. It just um, seems weird because they are like so against like the concussion and yes, like yeah. supporting yeah. that the NFL is actually harmful long term, but then short term they want to like glorify it. It's kind of weird. right, and I think that's what it boils down to is the mixed messages, right? It's like you can't on one end say right. if you're going to be that a gladiator we take concussions sport, as this cool. major issue, yeah. right? We're then you can go it. in there and We're blood, here. gore, yeah. whatever. And yeah. then it should be a problem with having, you know, Janet Jackson's titty out because they had <laughs> naked women and, you know, going to the gladiator things too. So, like, whatever. Like, let, you know, it should be just a free-for-all then. Make it on HBO and, like, have them whip their dick out. Like, whatever. But, like... I don't think that's... I... <laughs> okay, I, I re... well, are you trying to get more women to watch? You would watch. <laughs> you well, would yeah, definitely I watch. Mean, I would watch too. Larry I mean, I would definitely Tito watch more often. Oh, yeah. Larry Fitzgerald. Who's on your list now? I would watch it last. Uh, you, okay, Peyton definitely. Peyton's balls are not on. Oh God. Peyton's yeah. balls are you know not. She, wait, Michelle. She actually she doesn't remember anything about that. So once upon a time, Samantha Granderson shared a story. She commented. <laughs> She commented on like when the I believe Peyton's like college athletic trainer or someone, yes, the female one said that what he put his balls in her face or something like that. When he put she his testicles on her forehead. Yeah. I think is what, is what he said. Granderson said. said she wants she would love it if Peyton put his testicles yep. on her forehead. She did. Wow. You did. You might have had one too many DD readers. She was like, "Hey, but them balls on my forehead." <laughs> 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 I... <laughs> that saying that because I'm here now. No, she's trying to be all delicate now. Not Peyton. <laughs> not Peyton. That's what I, I know. was My thinking. mom said not Peyton. Larry Fitzgerald, though, absolutely. Who? Like, my mother would let Larry Fitzgerald like do Larry, something. Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald. Oh my God, he has the best name. That's such an obscure choice. I support it. My mom loves Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, I also like um, um, Randall Cobb. Oh, he has nice eyes. Yes, he does. Um, yes, he does. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think anybody. She else also loves Ray Lewis. No, I, mm. I hate Ray Lewis. <laughs> should be in jail. Wait, you hate Ray Lewis? Why? Because he oh, should. He, he because he killed somebody. Oh. Yeah, you should have a blanket. Just don't like murderers. Yeah. Okay. And the, I support and, that. and the and the and yeah, I just don't. Mm. Oh my god. Mm. Yeah, we used to have a poster of Ray Lewis on our back door. And it got canceled. No, it was to make fun of my mother. Yeah. No one in this uh, house is a Ray Lewis fan. Got yeah. it. But that's you know that's okay. I can take it. Well, on that note. Who are winners and losers of the week? Um, the losers are the public because now they have to hear the dumbass Cowboys fans talk about how they're about to make the playoffs and do some real shit. That's annoying as fuck. So we all they're doing nothing in the playoffs. No if they one's... make it, they guarantee will not go past. No one is worried about you all. Like, no, we are the losers. Everyone is the loser. So now we have to hear Cowboys fans talk. That's annoying. Oh, I know, but you just consider the source and ignore them. Mm. Yes, indeed. Because they're just idiots. True. 
My loser of the week is going to be the Thanksgiving turkey that they bring out for the NFL games. Oh, oh, because the 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 the, the you get a leg or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just I've never really paid close attention to it, but Mark Ingram of the Saints like get a really good close up, and that turkey looks one dry as hell. <laughs> And number two, they got a photo of Alvin Kamara taking a bite, and he looks genuinely disgusted. Like, he <laughs> looks like he ate some poison. And Mark Ingram looks like he wants to vomit it up. So I feel like they really expose the truth behind that turkey, and it is not a good truth. <laughs> so the turkey How lost How long his- do you think it's been sitting there, though? Like, it's probably not even warm. I mean, it's... Someone said it was microwaved online. I was like, can oh. you even microwave oh, a turkey? Yeah. Like, I don't know oh. if you can do that. Oh, yeah, that was the big thing when the microwave first came out. Are you serious? You microwave microwave turkey? Oh, disgusting. yeah. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope, nope. Mm-mm. So who's your winner, Michelle? Um, I don't know. <laughs> okay, Trey Quinn is my winner. Interesting, like- just as he's getting involved. Yeah, he had his first reception last week. Um, he did pretty well. Our, let's do our wide receivers overall. Okay, Dotson had his getting, game yes. of, you know, had the most receptions for a receiver. I believe the most yards for a receiver. So, that, again, our wide receivers are the winners of the week. Nice. I'm going to go with Drew Brees. And not because the Saints won the game last night because I knew they were going to be the Falcons anyways. But because Patrick Mahomes threw three interceptions in that game on Monday – I think that there's really no way for Drew Brees to lose MVP this year now. I am also thankful that Drew Brees beat the shit out of the Eagles because oh, the Eagles yeah. are talking mad shit that they were going to do. Oh, yeah, they got stomped out just stomped. as bad as you guys did. Stomped, yes. There you go. No words. They, they got... Ma, y'all got stomped by the Saints. Don't be over there talking oh, about Saints. Why are talking about Dallas? Yeah. No, we're talking about the Saints. Wow. <laughs> um. Okay, well, on that note, we're going to bring this family edition of Encroachment to a close. Yay! Um, we rock! Oh, God. Say <laughs> goodbye, everyone. Bye! Oh, God. I had a wonderful time chatting with you Oh, guys. Lord. Happy Michelle, we will be back to our normal schedule okay. next week with our normal no-guest scenario for Ben. Ricky has canceled guests for, for the whole Why? season after this, for real. Um, <laughs> you know, you just, can't, you just can't hang with us. Oh, I can't. I can't. That's really what it is at the end of the day. Families, That's like, it. literally take over everything. Everything. <laughs> everything. Oh, yeah. What um, did you guys do when you were birthed? You took over everything. You know what? It's been 28 years. I need you to get over it. (laughs) (laughs) You did get over it. Ricky and I, I didn't ask to be here. Y'all brought me into this world. We, you guys decided to have us, so technically, you should be responsible for caring for for Mm -hmm. life. From cradle to grave, cradle (laughs) to grave. Okay. We didn't have a decision to be here, (laughs) but we can't return you. I mean. You can't get we. Ooh, can't Wait, what was that? I said you can't reach. We can't return you. No, that you is. You can't true. return to the original sender, but you can return us to another person. Like it's possible to not have us. 
I mean, that's true. Drop it out of the fire station. We could we could have sold you when we you should were not here. advocate for child abandonment on the pod. <laughs> no, we shouldn't. No, definitely not on the holiday episode. So no, let's leave it on the happy, happy holidays. <laughs> happy holidays. <laughs> happy holidays. Adios. Crow fam. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.